So hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Cookies with Aliens. I am Philippa. This is Astrid. Hi. <laughs> and today we are going to talk about stuff as usual. Stuff that we don't know also. But let's see how that, <laughs> where that leads yes. us. We're just experimental here and um, I was just thinking about telling a story I got this morning when I was meditating. I got the picture about what we when we when we do something that it is always connected to everything and this is nothing new but what i got as a picture was like a an enormous spider net where everything is connected to and as soon as we put like love outside or excitement or or pure joy it was like this expansion expanded also every single dot which was connected and the same way around uh, the same way um it was the other way around yes mm -hmm. when i was like getting dense and uh, maybe into sadness or frustration or despair or whatever mm -hmm. it was like this this dot was going from an expansion into an what is that then and and in contraction and so all the other dots had to answer to that too it was mm -hmm. like you can do nothing and really nothing not even just move your finger without the whole spider net vibrating yeah. and so it's like when as soon as you are like in a very good mood and everything it has to be reflected because it's really just spreading and that was such an amazing picture uh-huh that's a nice one and uh, very synchronistically i've been seeing so many spiders even on youtube <laughs> like you know spider videos <laughs> just yesterday there was one with this huge one but uh, i kind of thought of the same thing in a different way in a very logical way i was like uh seeing those connections and like of course it changes everything because imagine we really are just one particle. Imagine that we're a particle or define it as a particle. This is all there is. It's just one thing. And it's one thing that then creates these mirrors around it. So it seems like it's not alone. Now it has like 20 buddies. But I mean, if the particle is sad, of course all the particles around it in the mirrors will be sad automatically. Mm -hmm. And if you then imagine that that hall of mirrors is inside that particle, of course, I mean, anything that you do changes the game entirely. And I think yes. this is why they say really that although we are in a collective, for example, we can really choose the version of the collective that we prefer. We are not dependable of any actions we are not victims to any kinds of circumstances if we act on the world that we desire to see we will be in that world I, I, because there are also of course there's also this uh, balance between acting and non-acting but you you can kind of feel it but if you just are who you want to be if you are the the qualities that you want to see also reflected in the people around you if you treat them like you would like to be treated you'll be in that world 
Yes. Because we're just like a tiny particle that pretending to be more than one. <laughs> yes. And, and I really think as soon as we kind of get distracted by the, the reaction of somebody else, we are, um, we are having a conversation with, for example, and um, if the other one then gets angry out of no reason or, or even in a bad mood or whatever, mm -hmm. I think it's always kind of an exam we are putting ourselves through how deep we are really connected to our love and our joy to not let that be in any way hindering ourselves to be in a joyful state or something. And so it has to dissolve itself, right? It, yeah i mean then if we get really philosophical here <laughs> yes please <laughs> we can say that i mean to that particle thing the the other particle getting angry at it that it might be like a reflection of its own back because i mean it has to be a reflection of something because there's only one but the goal if we see this in a very in just like a very cold way just really observing love isn't even the goal there is no goal it's just like what's in your back <laughs> it's like you can then choose and use your intention to make love be the goal but it's just an expression too because then there's like the definition we also call love this feeling of love is the feeling of of uh, becoming one again right mm -hmm. so i mean that is the purest of self so i mean there's that attraction point there but it doesn't mean that is the ultimate goal because it's like breathing it expands and contracts and like the the web so it it's one of the goals that you can go towards. This one, you have to be much more, or in this case, well, let me see now. Because many times we say when we are getting contracted, we are getting away from source. But I mean, if you see like in a breathing expansion, mm -hmm. in a breathing sense, you, you have to, to use your muscles and to, to kind of force yourself to go away from the source and then you relax and go to the source. So it really depends on the states, on your perspective even there, <laughs> of contraction and expansion. They're ultimately mm -hmm. just signifying different opposites, different sides of the coin, yin and yang. So yes. getting very philosophical here. <laughs> Yeah, because it's for me it's also sometimes something I think about like you just said if we imagine ourselves as the picture you just gave with the mirrors mm -hmm. or a hologram even then it's totally neutral there is nothing which is then in any way better or worse so if we look into the mirror and we would see the mirror itself um, being looked at, I think for the mirror, it, it makes no difference if you smile or if you cry or whatever, it's totally neutral. It just um, reflects what you're giving. And yeah. so 
it's really yeah it's really philosophical here it's yeah. true and then if we go to to the judgment part like you say the, all the pictures all the things around us are just mirrors so even if you see a little kitty being run over by a car and this is like <laughs> extreme example <laughs> because kitties are cute <laughs> i love kitties i have to say but uh, because I, i also like a couple of months saw one that was probably just like fresh run over and it really uh, it really hit me hard <laughs> that mm -hmm. one but uh, even that it's a neutral prop it doesn't mean like we we would, would do it but it's neutral and then you get a reaction from that that allows you also to see who you want to be or where you are at at that moment it's like really the guiding compass compass also there but it's not like the the symbol itself is making you feel anything you are choosing to feel that by looking at it and that's like the the trick here for everything because with the harsher things if we can kind of make a distance there and this can be also tricky we always have to be feeling ourselves a lot and knowing what's right or not for us in that moment because then you can get to those points like you're just repressing stuff and that's not mm -hmm. the thing but it can also be a powerful permission slip for you to see that i am the one creating this reaction so how mm -hmm. can i use this and balancing the mental with the emotional yes balancing <laughs> yeah because if you think about that you just created that picture mm -hmm. you created being in the car seeing a kitten run over by a car mm -hmm. i mean this is so weird already that i imagine that we create stuff we don't want to see but we can of course just know that we don't want to see it if we have seen it once probably in which way ever or heard about to really know what we're made out of or i mean now in a not not in an overall way but more like how we want to feel how we we like to feel and mm. it's like i love this sentence i don't know who said it but like um, even God doesn't know who he is. That's why he created us. Yeah. And this sentence is so amazing because, of course, if you are a mirror and you really don't know nothing about feelings, about faces, about emotions, I mean, then you have to start looking for it. And you can mm -hmm. do that by comparing. Yeah. Very, very literally. Very... <laughs> in a very pure way you can't see your face your own face if you're not looking at a mirror it's the same <laughs> mm -hmm. it's the same and uh, and that point but at the same time you can see that god will never fully know itself god all that is nature 
will never know itself because it's always going to be something more. And when it gets to that point again, it's the closest it, it is from non-existence because there's no other reflection. There's no polarity. So yes. it's like, and this, the, again, the judgment. Many times people are like, polarity is bad. Let's go back to the one. But if you're there, you have no experience. I mean, if you are completely 100% there, of course. There's no reflection. There's no evidence even that you exist. Yes. So. And, you know, I mean, we always have to have something which we can then kind of experience in a way. And, I mean, it's always said that we just, want to be happy and we just want to be rich we want to be healthy we want to be happy we want to whatever but i really have to say that in my own experience even that can be at a point when you have it all and you have it for a longer period you really start questioning what you could create now to make this again a game. Because a game, if the game ended, you want to play a new one. You don't want to always stay at the end of the game. Then, yeah. then there's no point in playing. Yeah, we get bored really easily. Yes, yeah. and very fast, yes. Yeah, and when we're in the middle of it, it's like, oh no, but I know I really want it. My life is so awful without it. But then you get it. And you're like two days later, yeah, this is enough. Oh no, oh, I really want that. <laughs> yes. yes. I mean that's that's so many people say that's awful, but I think it's just like it is. And it's just like yeah. it's always supposed to be. And I think it depends if you if you are somebody who just wants to take and um, never are grateful for nothing. I mean, that's a different thing than really knowing what you have and always being grateful and always try to really to, to also put out as much as you can to provide also for other people being, mm. being you know, in peace with everything. Then I think it's, yeah. Yeah. Now again, getting very philosophical. I'm getting this. Maybe today's the philosophical episode. Might that be? The most philosophical episode ever. <laughs> because it's like that expansion and that wanting more, it's like the pure definition of eternal life. Mm -hmm. It just shows you can never die. There's never an end to anything. And the closest you can get to dying is to be static and to, to, to try to stop that movement of creation. When you start really gathering a lot of stuff for yourself and you're afraid to give it because you probably won't even, you don't even believe that you can receive more. So this is mine, this is, I won't give it, it's everything like that you are stopping the flow or trying to stop the flow for of everything so it's the closest that you can do to get into what seems to be that that process ending everything 
and your body starts to reflect that in a lot of ways and you start not receiving as much because you're not giving again the mirror it's like okay. <laughs> if you're it's like you want your mirror to do this to you but you're like this <laughs> why isn't he giving to me anything <laughs> i'm a victim here <laughs> <laughs> triggering <laughs> oh the victim yes <laughs> yeah we had some victim. experiences with some victims <laughs> I, we always have i mean i completely have moments where i i i have to be very aware of myself because especially on those that maybe are like my most triggering topics I can really see that when I'm getting into that bad, cranky mood, like uh, really sad, usually it's because I'm completely putting myself into the victim role. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do this. And it's not something that I notice. I really have to be of kind of stopping myself and like, wait, let's observe what's happening here. And try to see how I am reacting by your eyes, for example. Why are you so sad? What are you thinking about? What is your thought process there? And usually it's something like, I'm so sad because nobody can understand what I feel right now because I'm so different. It's usually thoughts like this. It's like, like I'm so different, like I'm distancing myself, nobody can understand me. Then there's so many ways which you can see this really, but the core of it is always like, this is happening, I can't change it, poor me. <laughs> for me in specific. And many times for, for many people, there's kind of like something like this too, like a little sprinkle even. It's something very human. We, we, this separation allows us to feel like the whole world can be against us. But it's just a perception, just an illusion too. It and can't. I mean, if we, if we really think about the fact that we, we heard so many times that with us and Earth, um, God or the universe or whatever, made the first time the most focused things or the it or he or I don't know I never know how to call it but I I prefer to call it God because for me it's not the church God it's just yeah, God is everything just, there is uh -huh. and so for me I mean God really managed it to focus his energy as deep as never before and so we were created in the most focused, separated feeling ways um, which seemingly ever have been experienced. Mm -hmm. And um, so if we think about this, that nobody else in the universe, I mean, maybe there are two, three more planets like Earth, but I really heard more often, even in the raw materials, that we really kind of are very special here on earth and humans mm -hmm. that if we think about how separate we can feel and all the other races 
never have been able to experience that because mm -hmm. they they are just not able to feel that and this is why Hyla so often and I really had so many discussions with her in that way because she's always like but isn't that exciting <laughs> that you can really feel that separation because we can't and I'm always like what can be so amazing on that feeling of totally separation because mm -hmm. here if you see somebody who's really depressed or somebody who's living on the street and he he is um really you can see how lonely this one feels mm -hmm. then you think how can that be really exciting but of course for somebody who never experienced that mm -hmm. it's like wow how how do you even manage doing that mm -hmm. and so i think if we change our perspectives then everything can change yeah because um, I, I also experiment with this a lot. Uh, usually I notice more this kind of feeling of contrast when uh, in my, my working area. Oh, it was always like this. It's like my aim always is just to have time for me to do my, my own hobbies, my own stuff. And so when I'm having a lot of work, I'm always like, oh, I really want more time. I will do this and that, this and that. And when you, you get, for example, when you're getting very close to your vacations, you're already like just imagining, oh, tomorrow at four, I'm going to start feeling like I have two weeks of vacation in front of me. And just that feeling by itself is so awesome because you're feeling right now that's not exactly where you prefer but you're so close of getting there so it's like that hamping up but and of course on the first days and you do your stuff and all of that and then you that excitement of you doing your stuff you almost feel like and yeah, now i don't really feel like doing my stuff but i'm just like lying around here it doesn't feel as good doing it because there's not also that for me <laughs> that's contrast if i have always a balance between work and hobbies my hobbies feel much better when i'm doing them because it's like oh now i really have the time for this so it's like a very you can feel the the high much with much more intensity just because you remember so well the low so for us or for example, people sometimes ask about the IL emotional spectrum and how they, they, they feel their society. And it's like they're, they say that they're neutral for us would feel very ecstatic. But at the same time, since they're always very much on the higher points, they don't feel as much difference between them. So... Mm -hmm. In a way, we can see that it's not as intense. So for us, it would be like completely mind-blowing. But maybe after a couple of days doing that, it's just like, oh yeah, this feels good, but it's just like being normal. It can start feeling comparing to a very neutral feeling. You understand? Mm -hmm. so it's like the highs and the lows. It's really what makes a roller coaster feeling. Uh, <laughs> and for them it's just like on those teacups like <laughs> oh yeah this is nice 
<laughs> I know what you mean. Yes, yes, it's it's exactly like that. Probably that. I mean, <laughs> if you are still in school and you have to get up at a certain hour, uh -huh. you really appreciate when you don't have to. But oh. if you can always sleep in as long as you wish, you're like what's the point you know and so now i'm really forcing myself to really have the alarm clock to mm -hmm. really i mean i most of the time i don't need it because my dog wakes me up of course but um <laughs> i really have set it because i don't want to sleep in because mm -hmm. i feel much better in a way when i really have a certain time to get up and um 7.30 is my time. I know some are at 5, some are at 10. It's really, <laughs> it depends. But you are, for example, you are one, you stay up more long, uh, longer yeah. than I do most of the time, I would say. Although if there's my... no football game. <laughs> yeah, I don't see football. <laughs> but for me, 8.30, I always put my, my alarm clock for 8.30, but sometimes it's like, I put him out and I immediately fall asleep after. But my, I don't like to wake up too, too um, late too. So it's usually like max nine. If I wake up at 10, sometimes I'm more like, uh, I wasted my morning and I really like mornings. So yeah, but but yeah, it's like that, um, like, like you're saying it's, and I really feel like I'm not a very structured, person or i i really enjoy non-structured things mm -hmm. but if i get too much into the extreme of that i stop enjoying air i i get it's like i feel mentally deorganized you know unorganized mm -hmm. <laughs> and so sometimes i'm on on one of those periods again for a couple of days now sometimes i'm like i have to stop and think let's put some structure into your days like some some routines get into those because it's like you get a momentum again and you know what what to do and it's it it kind of helps it it helps you to focus your energy more and so again it's just like there's not one side that's better than the other if we can, sometimes we really feel like having structure, sometimes we don't. But if we are always looking and to see now it's time to put a little extra without judging, like, oh, that's too stressful or that's too, too not stressful or oh, that's too, too lazy. If we don't think about those labels and we just do it at our rhythm, doesn't matter also other people's rhythms, we really can, can always find our balance there and to use both sides of creation in the spectrum in a very masterful way yes masters yes. of limitations yeah i think we really are i mean we know we really are we heard it um, often enough and this morning i really i i saw some advertisement of mind valley i don't know if you know it but it's really uh -huh. a big platform yeah. and um this guy really interviewed i would say probably all of them the most spiritual teachers and the most successful people and everything 
And what he said, what he got kind of out of all those talks was, which I resonated so much. He said, if you really have, want to have a fulfilled and successful life, there are certain rules which are kind of given by the universe in a way because you can feel as soon as you do them you feel good so it's and then you can see that this might be a reflection because if you feel good it seems it's something for you uh -huh. and he said that one thing he really could see um is amazing is this gratitude thing that first thing in the morning when he got up I don't know what, what his ritual really is, but for me, it's like this getting up, get a cup of coffee, and then starting with that gratitude thing, like just thinking of everything I'm grateful for. And mm -hmm. I never did that in that, you know, structured way, like like um, first, second, third. It's something, sometimes just an overall thinking, you know, how grateful I am. The second is, um, to think about if we have to forgive somebody because we still feel a grudge, holding a grudge or wow. something. Mm -hmm. And I thought this is also something I could resonate with because maybe sometimes we're even not aware of still holding a grudge to something or somebody. Uh -huh. And um, third was really finding something which you want to express for the day, maybe, you know, like like really... Uh -huh what do i what would i like to express today or something and um, yes exactly and it was not exactly the way he said it but this is what i got out for myself because i could see like you said i'm also not a very organized person and i really also love going with the flow mm -hmm. but i can also really see that if i set an alarm clock if i really kind of set intentions how I want to experience stuff or how, how I want to to do certain things then uh -huh. I I have the feeling I so much more ride the wave on my surfboard yeah. you know I so much more on that thing yeah oh I got you were saying that and I kind of got this cute cute analogy like we can go with the flow and just like floating on the on the the river but on the wave uh-huh now in this case really just like the river you know even if there's waves you just kind of go and go with it and it can be relaxing too but like for extra fun if you had add a little more structure for example a board mm -hmm. you can really surf and it's extra fun so it's like both are valid but if you can play with the structure and the going with the flow you have the extra perfect fun for you and when you get bored of that you just go and go with the flow again sometimes if you want to exercise even harder you can try going against the flow <laughs> you'll get a little extra tired and then just go again because it will feel even better to go with the flow again <laughs> and you, <laughs> you yes. can play with it whatever there's no wrong way of doing it exactly i think there is there really is no wrong way of doing anything because every decision we make has 10,000 other decisions which are made already, right? Yeah. Like we always say, it's like you are the one creating, but um, you do it in so, on so many levels and in so many multiverses that it really 
does not really matter. It, it just depends how you want to feel, how you, yeah, how you decided to feel and um, yeah. how you managed to feel. Yeah. And, and that will be each one of those choices. Although there is a different asterisk, for example, for those billion choices, the ones that you are choosing to make right now are what are differentiating you from the others. Mm -hmm. You are a different asterisk from the others, although you are all asterisk. And mm -hmm. that's what's happening with our world. We are all the same, but our choices and how what we choose to be, even like in our soul, in a genetic level, you choose to go with these parents with these types of genes and then creates this type of face. I mean, even that is a kind of choice that is already, although we are all the same, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very philosophical again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i love that because it really makes you think and i think mm -hmm. that is so amazing because when we start thinking about all those things <laughs> then then it's really it's such a again we're at the fractals again mm -hmm. you know you you choose one it just unfolds and you're at the top even though you were at the bottom already but as soon as you think you're at the bottom again it it it's again the top and uh, it will never end. And yesterday I was um, reading again in my Ra book, which I always recommend because I really think it's one of the most amazing things which has ever been written because in my opinion, you get a glimpse of the idea of how everything is, how everything was and how everything will always be uh -huh. even though of course also in in fractals or in different but but it's like you get so much out of this and um, yesterday this book was written i think in 1982 or something and um they talked about that there was this Edgar Case, I think was his name, one, one who, who made some prophecies for the future, mm. um, for the upcoming future and how things will, was it Edgar? I, I'm not sure now. It, I'm it's not a sure. prophet. I, I know the name. I think I heard it, but I'm not sure. I, I was trying to remember where did I heard that name, but I'm not sure. I can't Me help. neither. But, but he said something like there is a war coming up. Oh. And um, it was around that time where it might have been quite possible. Mm. Um, and um, the, the questioner was asking Ra if it is to expect that there's a war coming. And Ra said something like, I can't give it word for word, I'm afraid, but he said also something we always discuss. He said, yeah, you know, we can't really tell you because um, as far as we can see that timeline, um, it's for us, in our opinion, not the most um, expectable thing. No, the most, um, how do you say? Um, probable? The most probable thing which um, has to be expected. But as there are so many timelines, 
um, we can't really say that. And it is the same thing Haila said to me um, shortly before Corona came out, mm -hmm. um, that I said something like, oh, you know, sometimes I get so impatient and I really would like stuff to come up and, and get a bit more in a, you know, in a more um, moved way or more movement. Mm -hmm. And um, she said something like, you know what, just fasten your seatbelt because it's coming very soon. And uh, you as a collective chose to have it this way. Um, but of course, there are many more other experiences. And what I got out of that top, uh, out of that conversation after a while was really, and we discussed that also, that there might also have been a walk coming up. Mm -hmm. at that time and we as a collective i mean at least in the timeline we are now mm -hmm. um we chose that corona stuff to happen mm -hmm. to really get that all is one feeling again or you know and um i think that's also fascinating uh-huh yeah because yeah that's a, that's a cool one it's like from all possible choices it's like in a unconscious collective level, we were probably like, okay, we can do this, 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 this. This will allow us to, to learn more about uh, cooperation, loving each other, non-judgment. So maybe war was indeed one of the like most, most uh, highly ranked because like this can be short and intense. So we can play with this, but then the corona version i mean of course in its own ways all of those were probably they're they're more challenging in order for us really to tap into those things because because we as a race can be very how do you say that very hard headed no, stubborn Stubborn. Stubborn. <laughs> exactly mm -hmm. so it's like you really have to see so it's it has to be immediately something more intense but the corona version is very uniquely creative <laughs> you know it's like i never would imagine that a virus could be used in such a creative way in a crea creation way, you know, it's like, I never thought that something could happen in this way and, and tap into all of those uh, ch collective challenges so smoothly as a war, mm -hmm. for example. Because it's like a very pacific war. <laughs> it's like, it changes the structure of everything Mm -hmm. but it's smoother it's like we chose a, ch a smoother version maybe and i'm sure there are versions even where it was even more smooth but if we yes. chose to to use this one i'm sure it's perfect for us in some way there's not anything that could be better for our version right here right now so and that immediately puts in if we look at each other again by looking at the mirror you're smiling to corona so corona will smile you back <laughs> exactly and that is also why i never understand that people are still tending to make some 
future prognosis prognosis ah, yeah, premonitions premonitions how do you say in English? I don't know premonitions 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 I have no <laughs> idea to be honest but this is really because as we now really know is that there is no future if we don't create it so as soon as we think about oh how might that come out if so and if so then we are exactly going on that path so mm -hmm. why should we not just say yeah everything is so exciting and i'm so happy and grateful that i'm exactly on that path because i know it will be my highest excitement mm -hmm. and if i'm exactly in that same way of thinking all the time and i mean of course that's one of the highest possible things where we could be and uh, i still haven't managed it myself to always 100 percent be there mm -hmm. but i'm really on that because i know now that everything else just does not make any sense it's really what a means with his be in the now because in the now you create everything and just mm -hmm. in the now so if you predict yes predict any future ah. event uh -huh. then you're really creating it and and you don't want to create something you don't want so why do you create it first yeah. way yeah it's like you're already saying and this is why again being in the now and very aware of what you're thinking really helps because it's like oh this is going to be hard this is going to be hard what are you saying this is going to be hard you are already creating it you're literally saying oh i think this is going to be a tough one and then it's like it comes tough and you're like oh i knew it <laughs> <laughs> exactly. that's really yes and if we think more and more about this and are really managing to kind of go out of the way if it gets harsh and being in the lightful state much more even than everything can even a hard snowball can really resolve itself by being just snow you know it's, it's yeah i think everything can just dissolve itself if we can be in the um in the in the present fitting, yeah in the present moment and in the fitting mood you know yeah if i'm in the mood of happiness maybe happiness can come yeah because it really doesn't matter i mean why thinking about all of the things that could be that in a way i mean of course there are ways to which you can do that you can imagine just because it feels good for you to be imagining something but if you are doing that to try to be ahead to control things it just shows you a certain degree of fear. So you're kind of projecting that fear. Mm -hmm. If you just choose to think that, because it's impossible in a way for a physical perspective, it's impossible for you to try and control the future. So why thinking about that? It might happen how you are imagining and it might not. You might be thinking you are very healthy and something happens and you see you're not very healthy. So it's like you can't control it, but you can always trust that whatever happens, I will find a way. And that puts you in such a, 
for me, it's one of my permission slips. It puts you such in a such calm mood instantly. It's like when things starting start to be too overwhelming. Oh, the world's going to end tomorrow. Oh, what are you going to do? It's like today, everything is still okay. If tomorrow that happens, I'll think about it and I'll find a solution. So trust me, I will find a solution. Because if it happens, it's also your higher self saying, here, this is the best outcome ever for you to play with. So there's a very big gift there for you if you can find it. So it's like, I'm going to find it. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And that changes because you are smiling to your opponents. You are giving them yes. love. And they're not opponents. Then they become your friends. It's like, it's like you you see a, a really muggy looking guy, like like the one is like I'm gonna rob you. And then you're like, are you the one bringing me my gift? And he's like, here it is. <laughs> yeah, if just everybody would do that, I think world would look so different. Because imagine how astonished so many people were if you were like this all the time, you know, like like being in a place which really looks like very dark and very, <laughs> and you're just like this, hey, I'm throwing some glitter or whatever at you. Would you mind? And he just wanted to put his knife out and he's putting it back again, like, yes, please. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> because, and then there's again, I always remind of this very balancing part. Because when we do this, it's not saying necessarily that we are going into the middle of the worst gang of the world and just saying like, where's my gift? No, it's not that. It's like, if that gang happens to come in your life for any reason, it means like it has a very good present for you. It's not going into the middle of the war and saying, where's my gift? <laughs> or creating that war and everything is still fine. No, it's if you're doing and following your stuff and things that seem to be bad happen, they're not bad. They have a gift for you. Different. <laughs> yes. I was yes, wondering if you understood what I was trying to say. <laughs> if it was too confusing. Your internet. Your internet is a bit um, shaky. This is why sometimes yeah. I maybe even just stare at my screen, but uh, because I can't hear you for a few seconds, but uh, then, then it's good again. I, yes. Yeah, for you too. It has been happening also. <laughs> Not now, <laughs> but sometimes happens that you get shaky too. Uh, no, you are. <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> yes 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 now you are i just i was uh, looking what you're at ah okay but maybe this is our sign really to end this philosophical um thing and um <laughs> our philosophical conversation yes yes because it ended at such a nice thing and uh yeah maybe maybe it's really the best thing for all of us to know to always get the best out of it whatever it means we always have that power yes whatever it is so yeah
sounds a nice one to finish. <laughs> so thank you so much again for this wonderful episode. Yes, thank you, Astrid. Everyone remember to comment, to follow us in our social media because we are social media person now. And uh, thank you so much for everything. Thank you, Astrid. Oh, and again, um, we have now those those comments which are seemingly much too long for YouTube. And I just found out that YouTube does not um, not um, want you to comment too long because they don't want to use their platform as a kind of a social platform. And so um, they will always cut you out if you do your comments too long. I just uh, heard that. And um, it makes sense because now we really have some comments which just vanished. Uh -huh. And so um, this might be the reason then. Yeah. So if you see your comment going to the void or you discover that, try making them smaller or or not. Or divide them. them. Yeah. Yes. Divide them or do something different because, uh, yes, it's um, because um, they told me that as soon as there is somebody which already did it like two times, um, they kind of find them in their alg algorithms uh -huh. and so YouTube will immediately cut them out even though they will just write one sentence or something and this is um, yeah what what they told me yeah okay so explore that because yes. we would really love to read all your comments <laughs> and answer them of course as good as we can yes and heart them <laughs> yes. So thank you very, very much for everything again. And uh, dear Philippa, thank you very much for that wonderful conversation. Yes. And see you next week. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>